So we all know summer is approaching, which is very exciting. Warmer days are coming. Um, so fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. You can meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-created meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have a new flavor to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like shrimp and blackened salmon. Keep your kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up, which Lou hates to do. I do. I hate cleaning up. <laughs> Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage your calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well and balanced, which just makes cooking and meal prep easy at home. Not that you're cooking or meal prepping, they've done it all for you. Head to factormeals.com slash common50 and use common50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off for your next month. That's code common50 at factormeals.com slash common 50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Good morning. <laughs> it's literally not no, morning. Not It'll be morning when they're listening. Oh, you don't know where they are, doll. <laughs> good afternoon. Good morning. Hello. Konnichiwa. Bonjour. Au <laughs> That's goodbye. <laughs> Please don't leave yet. <laughs> um, hi, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Dude, honestly, I'm sorry. There's patches in my brain this morning, but I'm. I'm this is a great episode and yeah. I'm really ready to talk about this. We've got some great points to make and we are very certain that it's going to help a lot of you because this is something that we all experience as human beings and we just want to make you feel less alone Mm -hmm. in your loneliness. Mm -hmm. I feel like from COVID and all of that, a lot of us experience like whether it was COVID that brought it up or just before that, depending on what stage in life you're at, I feel like everyone's experienced a bit of loneliness over the past few years. Mm. I know I have. Um, it's very normal. Yes, very, very normal. In saying that, shall we get into the mantra, mantra of, of the week? week. I, hate, I hate how we say it. Like we literally like just G it up so cringily as well every time. Actually, guys, we want to make a new jingle for our mantra of the week because it kind of pains us every time we listen to it. So if you have any suggestions for our… Uh, send them through. Yeah, send them through, please. We, we, 
like we the one that we chose was a long time ago and it was kind of like very rushed and we didn't really have time to find another one we're like quick put a sound in <laughs> we've just kind of rolled with it but now we're like okay we're ready to elevate the mantra sound like I literally listen to it and I hate it so much <laughs> like it's a piss take okay like yeah. we, we we know it's cringe but it it's Anyway, part of the experience. We'll redo it. Anyways, back to our mantra, mantra of, of the week. week. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so repeat after me. I cherish being alone. I cherish being alone. And use that time to discover more about myself. And use that time to discover more about myself. I love, love, love this mantra because I think when we feel alone, we we can fall into a really negative mindset about it and you know, we start to focus on the things that we don't have and the things that aren't happening for us. And I think the most beautiful thing about being on your own is you do get to learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. This is where these tough times you are going to grow and you're going to discover new things and use this time to go do things that you can't do when you're with someone else, whether Mm -hmm. it be a partner or say you live with housemates or something like use this time alone to really just do whatever you want in life. Like, cause you're not going to get that very often once you get, you know, knuckle down, settle down, have mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like as daunting as loneliness can be, it's it really is. And for, for me in my life, any moment I've had where I've been forced to be alone, mm-hmm. I've explored my mind more. I've explored and pushed some boundaries, stepped over fear points, like whether it's something little like going to the beach for myself or like getting over social anxiety in weird ways. Like it's being alone, yeah, really just helps you develop and grow. Genuinely the fastest way to help you develop and grow is is um, spending time alone. And it also really helps to process emotions and feelings that you might be going through because it's very easy to distract yourself with other people and yeah. like take on their issues or help mm-hmm. other people yeah. with their issues instead of your own. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a great way to connect with yourself. Yeah. So in this app, we want to give you some, I guess, just tips on how to befriend loneliness and be mm-hmm. okay with feeling those feelings. Cause like, I know how daunting they can feel like they're very consuming. Yeah. Um. So we just want to like to help, help help out in any way we can and just have a nice candid conversation about loneliness and try and make it as uplifting and positive as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so Karts and I wanted to share our experience of loneliness that we've had either throughout our life or how we're experiencing it right now. And um, this might just help you feel less alone and you might be able to relate to where we're coming from. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first, Karts? Sure. Um, also, I think to acknowledge how people's loneliness can manifest in really different ways or be born from completely different things, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, so for me, the first time I experienced loneliness, I feel like it wasn't until I was actually like 17. I'd always felt very warm and fuzzy and comforted and never had those like daunting, lonely feelings growing up because I was always around people, very social, was always with my mom or friends or whatever. And it wasn't until I finished school when I was 17 and I moved to Byron Bay and I lived by myself um, at such a young age and I was really confronted. Like I didn't know anyone in this town. I knew like one or two people, but had no family there. And yeah, I was confronted with feeling proper alone and, and like, oh my God, like I have to look after myself like at such a young age. And it was the most daunting thing ever. I realized how socially anxious I was. Like going to the beach alone was scary for me. Like walking mm-hmm. on the street alone was scary for me because in school I used to surround myself constantly by people. Um, 
So that was the first time I experienced it and it pushed me out of my comfort zone so much. I started sitting on the beach alone journaling and that's where I really discovered myself. Mm -hmm. It was like a real coming of age. I was like, this is who I am. Because you weren't even 18 yet. So you weren't able to like go out. Well, oh, I mean, you probably had a fakie. Let's not lie. <laughs> Cardi was going out since. Okay, I'm not going to disclose. Um, but no, it really pushed me to find myself. Mm. And that's why I moved there. I was like, I want to figure out who I am and I want to stand on my own two feet. Um, so that was the first time I experienced loneliness, I guess, in that sense of being actually alone. But I think the other f- feelings of loneliness I've experienced over my life is a real feeling of being misunderstood, which Mm -hmm. I think links directly with loneliness. That's happened since school, I think. But I never understood that that was loneliness. Mm -hmm. I just felt maybe excluded or Mm -hmm. like like an enigma, but in a weird way, you know, like Mm -hmm. a little alien. It was isolating. So, And I feel like since 17, when I've felt lonely over the years, it's mainly been because I felt really misunderstood. yeah, and different from people. So that's for me how loneliness has uh, presented in my life. So for me, uh, in high school, mine was a bit similar with feeling misunderstood and I was bullied for a bit. And um, yeah, those those feelings, I guess, crept in. I had good friends and stuff. I just definitely felt like no one got me. I had one other friend that was similar to me. We were both like a bit more childish in our like personalities and a lot of people would like call us immature and like put us down and I was a late bloomer and all of that. But um, anyway, I weirdly felt fine being alone because I didn't like drink and stuff until I was in grade 12 as well. And I was like <laughs> late bloomer like that. Oh, we were opposites. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone would be like, oh, like you'll like, I don't know, everyone tried to like persuade me into yeah. like thinking like I was the weird one for not drinking. But yeah. it was like, you guys are drinking illegally. Like, <laughs> Oh, you were goody goody. I was a goody goody. But, you know, I was persuaded eventually. Um, but, yeah, I think in in the most recent years, I've felt loneliness. Um, mine would be more self-inflicted in a sense because mm-hmm. Katz knows me well. I, Whenever I'm struggling or going through any issues, I internalize them and I isolate myself because I feel like a burden if I come to people or like I just – yeah, the, the best way to put it is I feel like a burden. So I just like to deal with it myself. Mm. But that can feel really lonely because, mm. you know, no one knows what you're going through. And then there's days where, you know, my patience or my my moods are going to be like my patience levels are lower. So like I'm going to get more irritated and like that might come out and it might not make sense to other people around me, especially family members. And then they get and confused. Then they get confused and then I feel guilty and then yeah. it's just like this toxic Then it makes cycle. you feel even more misunderstood. Then, yes, <laughs> yeah. And then I don't feel like opening up more because, you know, they're probably reacting to my reactions and stuff like that. So that's kind of where I experience loneliness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought when, when we were writing some notes for this, I was like, I actually want to Google what what mm. is the actual definition of loneliness? And it says... Uh, The definition of loneliness is sadness because one has no friends or company. And when I read this, I was like, I don't entirely believe that to be factual. It's one element of loneliness, Mm. I feel, because for me, as I said, how loneliness has like come up for me, it's been a lot. And and, and what you said, feeling misunderstood. So, well, you could feel like you could be in a room with people you love and still feel lonely. Exactly. And it's like, 
you, it's the classic thing everyone says, like you could literally be around so many people that you think are your friends or like even family members and stuff, but you can still be sitting there like feeling that hollow, like sinking mm. feeling. That's why I don't agree that it's just simply pointing, pointing case or when you're not around people or when you're not around friends that mm. you're just singularly being by yourself is loneliness mm. because it's, that's not, that's not true for me. And I think a lot of people, it's not true. Definitely. It's like it's an internal well, that's, situation. That's what I mean. There's, there's different, I guess it manifests in different ways. It can be the, the absence of people, human contact, mm. or it can be formed from within. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think my next point was that, yeah, loneliness can breed, uh, loneliness can form in many ways. It can breed from feeling misunderstood, not accepted, judged. Mm-hmm. Um and we described it as kind of like when we were, when we were sitting talking about it, we described it as feeling hollow. It felt like a childlike, childlike fear. fear. Like it's something that just that that inner child is feeling like alone. Fearful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another form of loneliness could come from a lack of self-care. So this mm-hmm. could be caused by burning out, trying to please others, squishing yourself into boxes just to fit in, uh, putting pressure on yourself to be someone you're not. Uh, and this obviously becomes draining and eventually just leads to losing your sense of self, which yeah. then leads to feeling alone. Yeah, I feel like this is one that is really interesting because it's that thing where it's like you can be in a room full of people who you think you're friends and you feel lonely. And it's like this is, I think, the best telltale as well for if you're surrounding yourself by people that are draining you or not right, you should feel more whole, more mm. seen, more loved when you leave being around your people. Yeah. And I think completely lack of self-care and self-love is going to make you feel less than and small and hollow and further misunderstood because exactly that, you're trying to fit yourself into boxes where you don't belong Mm -hmm. or trying so hard to be like someone else where you're just diminishing every beautiful aspect about your individual self, you know? I think this is so prominent in high school days, but also just social media. Like we're all trying to like, you know, be someone online and like we want people to recognize us. We want recognition and Mm. we want, we want to feel seen by others. And I think sometimes we like to mold ourselves into like what's trending or what's popular just to, yeah, feel seen. That's such a good point. I actually feel like I've felt that form of loneliness Mm. more in the past three years. Four, Four, five years for me because I started social media at such a young age. And I feel like when I started, that's when I was really finding myself and I was authentically myself. I wasn't trying to fit into these boxes. And over the past few years, I always will say to my friends or family, like, I just, I don't know what I'm supposed to be expressing online because I feel like I'm too big of a personality or I'm too weird or my style's too this or that. And and you see what's trending exactly. And you're like, do I need to be more like this or more like her or him or whatever? And um, that overthinking comes into place. And I feel like social media, yeah, it's comparison as well as loneliness, mm. you know, because you just start to isolate yourself and, and, and like get angry for what you're not. Yeah. And isn't it crazy that there's like a whole online mm. world mm. with millions of people yet you can feel so lonely and out of place online and in real life. Like it's just like it's so so hard trying to battle in both worlds. Because it's like we're trying to keep up with perception and image Mm. and 
and when we really should be honoring the unique, amazing mm. things about ourselves. I mean, I know that's what I'm working on for myself mm. to feel less lonely. To to if I can't accept myself for who I am, then I'm constantly going to feel alone because I'm not showing I'm not showing the world who I am. Yeah. So I can invite in the people that well, get me. You've disconnected from yourself, so it makes sense you feel alone because like a big part of yourself is like missing. In a yeah, sense. for sure. You're neglecting a whole element of who you truly are. Yeah. No wonder why you're feeling alone. Yeah. Talking Working to my, out all the answers talking, right here Talking right to now. myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, going on from that, like loneliness, I feel is a sign that I need to take time for myself. Mm. So exactly what I was saying, like feeling disconnected. It's like, okay, I need to take this time to reconnect with myself again, to find out maybe my hobbies have changed. Maybe my style has changed. Maybe... You know, what I like to do for, well, that is hobbies, what I like to do yeah. for fun. But like creatively I've changed. Like it's time to explore some different areas of your life and, you know, inspire yourself and just learn new things about yourself. Yeah. I feel like when I guess those hollow sinking feelings start coming up, it is really your higher self being like, okay, we're off kilter here. Mm-hmm. We are off kilter. And I always say it to people and you've now been reminding me as, of this as well is like, Whenever you find yourself craving, like company more, mm-hmm. a love interest more, you just can't, it's so unbearable to sit by yourself. When you feel those feelings, or at least I have to remind myself when I'm constantly trying to distract myself with people or I'm like craving love, being like, I just need a boyfriend, like immediately. It's it's my higher self going, no, sweetie, you need to sit by yourself and figure out what's going on, where is the disconnect? Mm-hmm. And like then then you can begin on your journey of repairing that hollowness. Yeah, and finding comfort within your own company. company. It's one of the most powerful things that we can ever achieve in this life and one of the most underrated skills I feel like you can have. Because if you don't love yourself, <clears throat> how can you expect anyone else to love you? And yeah. That, it's so true. Like when you're like, when you've got that energy about you, you're just mm-hmm. glowing, you're just happy and content and you're just confident. You don't need nobody. Like, that's when everyone looks at you and like, like oh whoa, what is she doing? What's I she want on? her recipe of life. I want like, what she's on. Yeah, like for real. Mm-hmm. For real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> stop saying for Actually, real. can't stop saying for real at the Gosh, moment. <laughs> it's got to stop. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? We've stopped doing British accents, so. Oh, probably because I'm terrible. Is that a little bit less annoying for everybody? <laughs> I would say yes. <laughs> I would love to do the whole episode in a British accent. Want to acknowledge it as well that it can be very confronting to admit that you're feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it feels quite. I know when Vulnerable. I had to first admit it to my mom when I was seventeen. I'm like, mom, I'm lonely. I was really embarrassed. Yeah. I felt really less than, like mm. admitting that I just couldn't handle it on my own, and it felt almost like, like really lame. I was like, oh, like this is cringe, but it's not. And I think. I want to acknowledge for anyone that's feeling it that it's it's not cringe to admit that you're feeling lonely. As I said at the beginning of this podcast, it's so normal and it needs to be more normalized to just admit, hey, like, I'm feeling lonely today. Like, I'm literally said it to Ashton earlier today. <laughs> like, was like with her being like, I don't know why, but like, you know. Sometimes I think as well, when I admit I'm lonely, I'm scared I'm going to like offend my fen- friends or family. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'll just keep it to myself. But when you said you were lonely, I'm not, I did definitely, no thoughts ran through my head of like, oh, well, I'm here. Why are you feeling? Because it's not it's, to do with me. It's different lonelinesses. Yeah. It's like, it's just some, sometimes it's just an internal struggle that 
that person, like you're obviously needing to go through some things and connect with yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were saying before, like, I don't know if you want to keep, keep this in, but you were saying you're feeling a bit lost. You don't know how you want to dress. You don't mm. know, you know, like who you are right now. And like, yeah. I think these are all clear indications of like, you obviously, your higher self is like level up, bitch, time yeah. to reconnect, time to inspire yourself. Exactly. It's really funny the timing of this podcast, to be honest, yeah. because I'm like literally going through it. In the, I feel lonely too. Yeah. <laughs> in different ways. Yeah, I mean, we're like, we're like on a confessional. We're like, <laughs> you know what? I was going to tell you earlier, but <laughs> no, but I feel like this is, it's really profound the timing of this podcast because I haven't felt this type of loneliness in a while where mm. it's like, I'm so happy in my life right now. I feel really supported. I feel really loved, but I'm going through a like a almost like an ego crisis transformation, complete change of my identity. Like I feel lonely and frustrated because what Ashton said, I like don't know how to dress myself at the moment. It sounds really weird, but I'm not sure who I am presenting as in the world because I feel like I'm changing so much every day Mm. and I'm well, you're putting so much time into your self-growth, so it makes sense. Yeah, and I've been spending so much more time alone. Like, as I said in a few weeks ago in the podcast, we've been not going out as much and stuff. So it's like these feelings have been coming up for me and I'm not sad about it, even though they feel confronting because I know, like, I need to take these steps to connect with myself again. Mm. And I'm proud of myself for not reaching for external things to fill the void. I'm really letting mm. loneliness sit. And I think that's such a key important thing to do. And like what, even with you, with you, with um, being, being single, single and and I just say to you, I'm like, don't reach for those easy quick, um, fixes. quick fixes because we're both learning something really profound right now. And we're like really developing and growing. And once you get past that, like, breaking mm-hmm. that pattern of like whatever you do to feel less lonely, you feel so empowered. Like I just feel so, I'm just like, I don't even want anyone's attention. Like yep. I'm so fine on my own. And to be honest, if you're going to come into my space and energy, mm-hmm. you're going to have to be pretty freaking amazing. And you level up your self-respect. Yeah. You're like, yep. this is what I deserve. And I deserve top premium, gold class, first class, business class, whatever, not economy. Yeah. <laughs> And if you're economy, She's talking about a person, by the way. Yeah. And if you're economy, <laughs> turn away. <laughs> shoo shoo. There's plenty of other economy people out there for the all you economy people. Yeah. I don't want the discount. I want premium. The yummy meal. <laughs> the yummy and a blankie meal. and some slippers and some pajamas. I want my meal served on a glass Silver plate in, and not not in a plastic container. Because we're environmentally friendly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I no, I love that. But it's our analogy to you're leveling up, Mm -hmm. and so I feel like as dark and scary as those loneliness, sorry, the lonely feelings can be, once you get through the dark, stormy weather, the the rainbow starts coming out, and you're standing on top of the mountain, so strong, alone, being like, only the best people are allowed up here with me, Mm -hmm. and when you get them, it just feels so good, you know. And can I just say, (laughs) once you get to the next level. Trust me, there's another challenge waiting for you. But like, <laughs> we'll deal with that when that happens. Yeah, you know? life is full of challenges and learning lessons. and lessons. But um, it's really interesting the paths we're both on right mm-hmm. now and why I feel like it's so important to talk about this. But we just wanted to yeah, highlight, I guess, what it feels like, how it can manifest so you can um, maybe find or acknowledge within yourself maybe what some feelings 
that are coming up for you might be, it might just simply be loneliness, Mm -hmm. but in different forms. There's loneliness in your heart, physical loneliness, absence of people, Mm -hmm. loneliness of being misunderstood, as we said. Mm -hmm. There's so many different forms of loneliness. So, And the great thing is we got some tips for you. Not only that, but the great (laughs) thing is... (laughs) loneliness will pass. Everything Mm -hmm. is temporary. So let yourself feel, I said to cards, let them pass through, Mm -hmm. let it flood out, let the tears out. Oh, I was crying this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing new. We love it. (laughs) Literally nothing new. (laughs) I love that song of Billie Eilish. If teardrops could be bottled. Yeah. It'd be swimming pool. (laughs) Filled by models. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 I love Billie. I'm a a Stan fan. Some people say like I'm a Billy Stan. Oh, yeah. I don't really know what that means. Yeah. I'm just trying to be like the cool kids. Well, like Kat said, we do have some tips for you. So let's get into them because I'm excited to share share them. Yeah. And what what our process is. So the first one we have here, which we spoke about before, was normalizing it. So obviously everyone feels lonely. It's a completely natural human emotion and you should never be ashamed of it. Um, so once we're sitting, you're sitting there and you're like, yep. Okay. Belinda, you're feeling lonely and that's okay. I don't know why. Where did that come from? Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) Love Belinda. Lindy. Lindy. (laughs) Lindy Lou. Lindy's sitting there on her couch and she's normalized it and then she's going to become present. So I think it helps to sit, get a journal out. And what I like to do is it sounds really weird, but um, say I'm feeling the absence of people loneliness. I write a list literally of people around me, mm-hmm. people I love. Um, they don't need to be like close by you. They can be overseas. They could be wherever. Um, just someone that you know will be there for you and you yeah, can connect with. Friends, family, or anyone that supports you. It could be a neighbor. It could be an mm-hmm. animal, anyone. It doesn't matter. Um, and I sit there, I write my list and I look at them and I repeat to myself, I am loved. Mm-hmm. I am loved. I am Cute. loved. Yeah. It's just like it really grounds you and makes you very present mm. and helps to snap you out of those like sinking, intrusive hollow, thoughts. like intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Um, the next one we've got here is reach out. So let someone know that you're feeling lonely and down because sometimes we forget that people can't read our minds and don't know what's going on in our world. So we just expect them to show up as if they know how we're feeling. Um, and your loved ones will want to help you and be there for you. Like I, like I said before, like sometimes I feel like a burden mm-hmm. and that always stops me. But when I do finally, usually the person who picks up on it gets it out of me. I always feel so much better and go, oh, I should have just come to them earlier. Mm. Like people who love you want to help. You know? Always. That's that's what family and friends are for. Um, and if you don't feel safe to open up to any friends or family, then don't forget that there are helplines and apps where you can chat anonymously about your feelings and you can receive support from professionals. Um, a good a few that I've got down here is Beyond Blue. So that's a great one that you can call or chat online 24-7. And Lifeline is another one that you can call twenty four seven. And I know a few people that have done this, and they had a really mm. great experience. Like mm-hmm. they, act- they actually helped them. And I yeah. think there's a lot of stigma around that, but you don't have to tell anyone. Yeah, this is anonymous, and mm. it can just be your little helping tool. Yeah, and as we said, we're this. We are literally within this episode trying to break down the stigma of loneliness. It's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. No. It's very, very, very normal. If you're like, screw that, I'm not calling anyone. Like. If you're not ready for that. You're crazy if you think I'm (laughs) going to tell anyone, then I I didn't when I was feeling like 
really, before I, when I was younger, like, um, before I called my mom and had a sob about it, I tried to power through it alone. And, and it, it, it is actually helpful, the, the tips. So you don't necessarily have to do that. But if you're really suffering, please reach out to someone. Like take, take your mental health seriously, mm-hmm. please. Um, if you, yeah, don't want to do that, I think these are the next few things that you can do. So the whole reason why you're feeling lonely is because your higher self is probably really asking you to get to know yourself um, and find the root cause of where the feelings are coming from. Um, a journal brain dump of where the sadness is coming from can really help. So get your journal out and I kind of love doing like a stream of consciousness. So put the pen to the paper and do not think, do not judge the words coming out. Just mm. write. It can like literally be anything. You might go on a tangent about the weirdest things ever. Just let anything come out and this is going to form a really solid connection between your like body and soul and your heart and your mind Mm. and it's going to start putting the disconnects a little bit more together Mm. and help you identify where this is coming from. Mm -hmm. This this one seems really weird but I think I was – was I telling you yeah, about? You were telling yeah, me. I was telling Sue the other day about this one, and you were like, "I've done a similar thing." I always feel really weird when I tell people this. Um, when I was at my peak loneliness, like panic, like ah, dying. Um, I think, I think I formed this one when I was traveling a lot overseas by myself. I would sit, um, and it was this one moment I was having a breakdown, and I was just like looking at my hands, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I had this like breakthrough moment where I was like this is me. Like I am my own home. Like I am my own best friend. And I just kept grabbing my hand and I was like physically just like touching my legs, like grabbing myself, like snapping myself into the present moment being like, this is me. And like trying to get my soul to connect to my body and be like, I am not alone because I have me. Mm. And like, if your brain can't mentally come to terms with that, just Touching your leg, giving yourself a big hug, like just sitting there in a ball. Like I would like slap my leg or squish my leg and mainly just hold my hand. I would sit there and I was like, I got you. Mm. I got you, boo. Yeah. I I know it sounds crazy, but like connecting to your own body and being like, I am my own best friend in this life. Mm. And if I can't be happy in this space, in this home, then – Nothing else is going to feel anywhere near as good until I make this this house a home, you know? And even when I've like had panic attacks in the past, I when they've been really bad, I end up like in a fetal position, mm-hmm. like curling up into a ball. And I think that's our body's response of like trying to like make you feel safe and comfort yourself. Like mm-hmm. you see when a lot of people are scared or you know, like really, really upset. Yeah. They they retreat you into retreat yourself. In. Yeah. Because even dogs, their tails yes. tuck under and everything. Because you know? your own body is your safety place. Mm. You know how to protect yourself better than anyone mm. else. A mantra that I would form and say to myself when I'd be feeling really panicked and alone is I would just say to myself, I'd hold my hand. I'd say, you are the most important person to me. I am here. You are not alone. Mm. Like I would literally just be like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Like my brain would have to tell myself that I'm here. And Mm. yeah, you just repeat those things and that you are the most important person to me. And I think loneliness helps you find that, Mm. like helps self-empower you to that point. Mm. Does that make sense? You know, that makes sense. Um, Another great tool is moving your body, exercising. We all know that this releases good endorphins. And you know what is a really good idea actually? 
you could like join a netball team mm-hmm. or like a touch footy team mm-hmm. or something if you're feeling like you just want to meet some new yes. friends and like exercise. That could be fun. There really truly is actually really nice people in this world and like mm-hmm. group sports is kind of cute. My sister, Vanessa, did it with her boyfriend. Really? So her and Jonah and then um, Jonah's cousin and his girlfriend joined a footy team together Wait, recently. that's really cute. And they played touch footy for fun. Because they just wanted to meet some new people. Meet people, yeah, yeah. And expand out of their their own social groups. Yeah. Um, I think forming a hobby is a really helpful mm-hmm. tip. So um, an instrument or an art class or mm-hmm. um, if you're a witch and you want to go to a little witch circle. <laughs> I used to, I'm like not even kidding. <laughs> Just, I did not expect that one. <laughs> Why do I throw in I think I'm thinking back to when I was really young and my mum literally used to take me to witch circles. <laughs> so like, they're not called witch circles. They're like clairvoyant circles. But I remember that used to help me a lot when I was younger because I think I was a very intuitive, weird child. So I think sitting around people that like… You felt… Understood yeah, me. Understood I felt that. really accepted <laughs> in my witch school. <laughs> you have some great stories, Lou. <laughs> Seriously, um, you know what? One that you could share was when you felt called to go to church. Yes, I can't believe that happened to me. <laughs> Lou got a calling from God, <laughs> but that helped you a lot. A lot, yeah. So I think I've told this story before, but I'll quickly tell it again. I was journaling. Oh no, sorry. I wasn't even journaling yet. I was sitting there at my lowest point. I felt so alone, so out of body. Like I felt like Mm. I was looking down on my life and going, (laughs) who the hell? What are you doing? But I had no, like, it was like, I was just so disconnected from Mm. myself. Anyway, I said like, I remember praying and going like, God, universe, whoever, Jesus, can you please give me something like give me a sign or tell me how I can feel better because I just didn't know I was trying to do everything and Mm. everything I knew and it just wasn't really working anyway I get a message from this girl I used to work with at Mecca and she was like hey oh no she posted a story of her um being like going to church tonight if anyone wants to come and I was like glow church like I've I, I I feel like it looks really fun. Like I've seen her post some yeah. stories there and they like have like mosh pits with like lights. And it's like, <laughs> it's really fun. Smoke machines. Like a hill, what's and it, a hill like, song? Yeah, it's like that. But this one's called Glow and it's like very like youthful. And I just thought, why not? You know, I, I want to hear I'm, a message. I'm at my lowest. I'm at my lowest. Like It's what, only up from here. And that's what people do when they're at their lowest. Yeah. They, they turn to religion or they turn to spirituality. And anyway, I went by myself to church this day and... I was approached by a girl who I'd never met before and she came over and she goes, oh, like, are you new here? And I was like, oh, isn't that obvious? And she's like, well, you're standing alone. (laughs) And I was like thinking, well, doesn't people just like come here? Like I didn't know we had to be in groups. (laughs) But okay. Anyway, she was so nice and like introduced me to like her little group friends and group of friends and turns out I knew one of them. And um, anyway, had the nicest time. The message was exactly what I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know if this is weird, but like, when I was being asked to receive the presence of Jesus, sorry, I'm only laughing because Cardi, this is just like so, this is like so not what Cardi, this is like. No, I was, I had this phase when I was younger as well. You did? No, you finish your story okay. first. And I felt the the, yeah. the Holy Spirit. I yeah. felt it. Like my whole body was vibrating yeah. and I just felt really great after that. I just felt like, oh, I went to a place where I basically knew no one. Mm. I made some new friends, some new connections, and I loved the messages. I went every week for the next six weeks, Mm -hmm. and then COVID happened. But 
Yeah, that was a great experience. I love that story so much because I think this is where a lot of people go wrong or like, not wrong, but people get so, there's such a war on religion or like people very anti-spirituality. For me, religion and spirituality are so hand in hand. Mm. It's having a belief in something that is bigger than Higher you. Than us. And that is one of the most amazing ways to feel less alone. Yeah. You feel supported by a higher power. Someone has my back. Someone's yeah. looking out for me. There is purpose to this life. Mm-hmm. Like not to get very existential, but that's another thing that loneliness really, really breeds is like, or maybe it's the existential feelings that then breed the loneliness. Who knows which way it goes. But whether it's religion, whether it's through God, whether it's through nature or whatever, they're, they're all pretty much the same language just in using different words, yeah. you know, like. Or same words, different language. Same, you know, it's they're all much the same. And I think, you know, you going to church and, and hearing a message, hearing from like a higher power has your back that you felt a part of a community. You didn't feel so alone anymore. Mm. I forgot a major part of it. Mm. In the in the message, it was like we you had to like make a prayer and I prayed for like some guidance on mm. like, you know, I just prayed for some guidance. Anyway, I went home that night and decided to clean out my spare room mm. and I found my journals from Bali yes. when I first embarked yes. on this journey. Yeah, and, and it reminded you. It of, reminded me and yeah. I inspired me. Yeah. I was reading these words going, holy crap, I don't remember writing these. And yeah. I was just like, it was like I was reading it for the first yeah. time. Yeah, I love reading my old journals. But yeah. that that's exactly like you're in church, you're praying to God, please give me a sign. Mm. Please lead me on my way. Show me the way. Mm. Same thing like, because when I was younger, I was really, I had a phase. I was really religious. And I'm, I believe in everything. Like yeah, I'm not closed same. off from anything. I believe in God. I believe in the universe. Mm-hmm. I believe in nature and whatever. But for me, it's the same. It's like when I'm lost, I I ask my angels Mm -hmm. or I ask the universe, Mm -hmm. you know, I just ask whoever's up there, who is the higher power, like show me signs. Mm -hmm. That's why like I never judge and no one should ever judge anyone's beliefs, anyone's beliefs, because I think it's it's just beautiful to have faith in a higher power. I went through my atheist phase when I was like grungy in acting school and I was like, nothing is real. Like (laughs) I was very existential. This tattoo actually means is that I have a tattoo on my arm that's a line and a circle in it. And it's the universal symbol that means nothingness. It literally means nothing. I had a real existential phase in my life when I was very rebellious where I was, I felt so misunderstood and just like, off this planet that I was like, everything means nothing. Therefore, I'm going to fuck some shit up. <laughs> but it was a great era of my life as well, being um, being atheist mm. as well. I believed in myself, to be honest. Yeah. But no, that was like me. I was like, I believed in myself and I was like, you are your own destiny. And yeah. Like, you know, you've got to make everything happen. Yeah. But it's, it's nice to know that you can put your problems onto someone up there. Yeah. So I think that's another, <laughs> not to push spirituality or to push religion or anything, but um, group activities or group settings where your soul starts to just feel a little bit more lifted and Mm. light, it's it really fills a void because you're starting to be in an area where you're accepted and you're with people that get you a bit Mm -hmm. more. And even if it's just a phase. Yeah. You're a lifetime phase. Doesn't matter. Little naff ways that make me feel less alone if it's not as serious, like you're not like, oh my God, the world's ending, but just I'm having a weird day. Is music is my number one mm-hmm. sa- savior. My number one always has me through everything. I 
turn to music and lyrics and my favorite mm. artists. What's that saying from Almost Famous? If you're feeling alone, just go down to the record store and visit your friends or something like that. Aww. It's like my favorite saying ever because music is so transformational and powerful and it's therapeutic too. I feel like you can put on a song that you want to hear the lyrics to that like relate to how you're feeling and you just feel understood just from that song. Everything from the way the guitar sounds, from how the intensity of the, the singer's voice goes, like you can feel someone else's mm. pain or suffering or happiness and joy and love and it can just be, it's all energy. Everything mm. is energy. So music is a very profound way to not feel so alone. Mm. Um if you just tune in and you connect because it's also like they've made this for people to feel less alone. Yeah. They're expressing a part of their human condition. So yeah. music is like poetry, poetry and music. It's like poetry or like someone's journal that they're singing to you yeah. in a way. Really profound. Music yeah. is like genuinely. Takes you somewhere else. Oh, we love it. We love it. <laughs> Put on my on repeat playlist on Spotify. <laughs> I could literally so happy. I could recite that playlist. <laughs> I know every song. And then there's John mine. Mayer. Mine's just like one Radiohead album that is like on repeat or like Angus and Julia Stone. <laughs> like, or I just play the saddest stuff sometimes yeah, when I'm feeling lonely. Yeah, you sad songs. But I love, love it. Love sad songs. Um, another great tool is online communities and you've got, <laughs> <Common> chaos. <laughs> you've got Common Chaos community here. You've got the Instagram page. We're all obviously all welcome in our DMs. And I think that if you're listening to this, you're obviously going to uh, connect with like-minded people on our page because mm. I feel like you all obviously have common interests and you're all here to, you're all wanting to learn what, you know, we're talking about. Yeah. And I think that the community that we're creating is going to, is really powerful mm. and really amazing and supportive. Mm. And we'll be doing things over the next few months to find ways to connect our community more as mm. well. Like on my own personal page until mm. I guess we have this for Common Chaos. Mm. I have a Facebook group. Mm. You can join that. It's called Cardi's Angels. It's really, really fucking cute. And so many people in that group as well have met up together and there's, you know, you can meet like-minded people, but we'll find some ways as well that we can connect you guys with each other. But don't ever be afraid to uh, reach out to people online. Like if you see someone's page and you're like, this girl looks so cool or we live in the same area, like reach out to people. Yeah. I have so many Insta friends. Yeah. I have met some of the greatest people in my life through Instagram mm -hmm. just by, you know, sending a little DM saying hi. Yeah. I've had heaps of DMs recently of people since I moved here, people wanting to meet up for coffee, like to actually like meet in yeah, for the first and time. Hang out. And then London, uh, lots of people. Yeah. Like when you and Cardi move here, can, oh, like, can we get coffee? I can't wait. I know. Always open to making new friends. And of course, something that we both love doing when we're feeling a bit bleh is uh, we love to ground ourselves in nature. So taking your shoes off mm -hmm. and putting your feet in the sand or on the grass and like connecting with the earth. There is scientific studies on this. Mm -hmm. We're not just pulling this one out of our ass. Yeah. Scientifically proven grounding. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, but who doesn't feel better after like going for a swim in the ocean? Yeah. Who doesn't feel better after going for a walk, getting the, like sand in your toes and like- Fresh air. Oh, fresh air. Greenery. Go t literally touch a tree. I yeah. don't know. Do what you need <laughs> to do. Hug a tree. <laughs> <laughs> you just see Cardi hugging a tree. <laughs> Honestly, oh. I've done it before. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, grounding yourself in nature is so powerful and so uh, underestimated, I guess. Yeah. Um, I feel like we definitely don't, we take that for granted. Yeah. And it's like, accessible to yeah anyone like yeah. we're all on this planet so mm. go go ground yourself wherever you are in the world yeah 
The final point I want to make on loneliness and our tips is I think the most important one that I have to remind myself all the time is that accepting that you don't always have to be strong. Um, uh, allow yourself to be okay with not always being okay. Mm. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah, it is. It's it's literally just human. We just put a lot of pressure on ourselves to feel be, good all the time. Yeah, operating at 100 million percent positivity and happiness. And I think when we can accept and befriend these feelings, we'll get back on track to feeling the happy ones. I say this to Cardi all the time. Like you don't have to make sense of your emotions. Yeah. Like you can be sad and not know why, because if you're going to try and logically make sense of a feeling, mm. you're going to drive yourself crazy. And it's just, you're going to, yeah, you're going to mentally spiral because we're not supposed to always make sense of our emotions. Just feel yeah. and let it be. Yeah. Let it move through, accept it. And Surrender. Surrender. Surrender is our Always word. Always our word. Always. Always. It's, it's really just the key key to life. Being present and surrendering and riding the wave. Riding the wave. Well, we hope you guys took a lot from this episode. I've definitely, I feel like we've just had a therapy session I like talking about it. I genuinely do as well. Like I feel like my cup has been filled up. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you guys are feeling the same. Yeah. Just know you're know you're not alone. Like if it means anything, we're, we're here for we're you. Here. We got you, Sue and Lou. Sue and Lou got you, mummy, mummy and mummy, <laughs> mummy one and mummy two, mummy one, mummy two. <laughs> what am I gonna be? <laughs> I'm like, where are you going with this? Am I dad or am I child? <laughs> I'm like, mummy <laughs> like, and daddy got you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, is it because my name's Ashton? <laughs> yeah, you're daddy. All right, I'll show daddy and mummy. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see, see you next week. Bye. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 your year to finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't actually help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. It's super convenient and helps you with actual conversation tips and tools so that you can learn how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation. It can just give you that extra confidence when in a foreign country or a non-English speaking country. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash chaos. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash chaos, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash chaos. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.